The autumn wind is a pirate. Four-time Super Bowl champ Bill Romanowski joining Joe Lowe and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. Good morning, Romo. How are you on this fine football Friday? Good morning. What's happening, guys? Well, we're starting to buckle down. We're about 48 hours out now. Raiders 4-2 and two, coming off a defeat. They've got to put that in the rearview mirror. How stiff of a challenge is this Jacksonville team going to pose to the Silver and Black on Sunday? I think it's going to be a big challenge, and a lot of it has to do with the travel. Going east, uh, it probably will be warm. It's going to be a situation where this team is going to come after them. And we've had a defense that hasn't stepped up all year, and our offense has pretty much saved us. So we need to have a phenomenal offensive performance, and we need our defense to step up. Romo, how big is it if this team doesn't start fast? How big is an obstacle for the Raiders to start fast, and how imperative is it that they do start fast? You know, I always – I've said this over and over again on the different shows we have, Lo, and it really comes down to this. They had a swagger that was going on, and last week they lost it. And I want them to get that swagger back. And what that means is when they take the field, they have a confidence to where if they play Raider football, if they play their game, they cannot be beat. And it really comes down to the question you're going to, that they have to answer is, we're going to win, but how many, how many points are we going to win by? And I, I'm not seeing that right now. I'm seeing, uh, I saw a team that last week looked like they didn't want to play in the rain and get wet. Are you kidding me? Romo, did you used to love playing in the rain and mud? I love playing in anything. Stick me out in the road and let me, let me play football. <laughs> I, put me in a gravel pit. I'll play football. It didn't matter where I was, how cold it was, how hot it was. I loved the game, and I played it like it was my last, the last game I was ever going to play in. Romo, what can the Raiders' defense do to get more pressure on Blake Bortles? Do they have to blitz more often this Sunday? I think they have to. And that just needs to be a. And both Jack and Ken Norton Jr. are not blitz guys. They're more conservative. They want to. They want to be able to get to the quarterback with four. That's that's kind of their mindset. When Jack was in Denver with that great defense, they didn't blitz a lot, but they had you know great pass rushers. So. Right now, it's a situation where I think both he and Ken need to change their mindset a little bit and realize we're not creating anything with our front four, so we're going to have to manufacture it. We're going to have to bring a, a fifth or even a sixth guy if we have to and let it be a situation where if that back blocks, we go. If he releases, we pull out of the blitz and cover the back. Bill, on the, on the football hour, you, you talked about having that taste, the killer instincts, having blood, taste of blood. In this last game against Kansas City, you said they didn't have what, – what, what do you mean? Tell the listeners what you mean about they, the position they were in 
that you expected a lot more. We did. Well, they had a chance to be on top of the mountain. And when I say that, it's the AFC West. They had a chance for a period of time, and you know there are swings throughout the season, but they were able to put that crown on. If we're talking bike racing, they were able to wear that yellow jersey. And I would have thought that with Kansas City coming in here and them having the chance to be in first place, we would have seen an intensity, an enthusiasm, a sense of urgency that was second to none. And it was really disappointing when we didn't see that and we didn't get it. We got lack of, hey, the offense played well for the first half. They were in the game. But the second half that, you know, Derek Carr, you know, took a nap and the defense was napping the whole game. Bill, the big question with the defense is, how can it be improved? Is this a schematic issue? Is it a coaching issue? Is it a personnel issue? Why are the Raiders struggling so bad on that side of the ball? Well, when I look at the personnel across the board, um, I, I see really good football players. And, you know, so to me, you then have to ask the question, are they um, doing uh, what these guys are capable of doing? Like I said, they're not creating any kind of pressure with four. So that means you got to, you know, bring a fifth or a sixth guy. You got you to gotta change your mindset and say, we are going to be an up-tempo defense and we're going to cause havoc to the offense, and we're going to do that, and we're going to bring a fifth and a sixth guy 50% of the plays. And that's just going to be our mindset. And then when we don't go, they're going to think we're coming. So they're, you know, so then all of a sudden the quarterback is audibling it to a quick three-step drop trying to you know, hit a quick slam or something like that. So to me, I want to see our, di- our defense dictate the game not let offenses dictate the game like Kansas City did last week. Well, Romo, if you're going to be aggressive, you have to be able to play your assignments behind it. And Lorenzo keeps harping on this play where Sean Smith didn't get his outside shoulder right and Kansas City got a big gain. Can this Raiders defense be trusted to play their assignments and be where they're supposed to be? Absolutely. You know, there's no question. Sean Smith is a pro. And he made a mistake. And what you want in a situation like that is never again does Sean Smith ever lose leverage when he's supposed to contain. And that, that's, uh, you know, that's a definition of a real pro. Hey, we're all, we all make mistakes. Just don't make them uh, over and over again. And I think that is very fixable. Four-time Super Bowl champ Bill Romanowski joining Joe Lowe and Dibs here on 95.7 The Game. As always, Romo, thank you so much for your time. We always appreciate it. We'll catch up with you next week. Awesome, guys. Take care. Okay, Raider fans, here we go. The bone line. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. 
the nation a bone, throw me a bone, get on there and throw your bones. If you don't like your first recording, do it two, three, five times. I don't care. We'll pick out the best one. Don't be shy. How could you be shy? You're a Raider fan. No, we're all loud and proud. Get on the bone line because we got some guys shouted out right here. We got some great takes. And here they are from the nation to your station. Bone line. Bonus edition. Bone line. Bonus edition. Raider Nation. Raider Red. Southern Illinois. We have been wounded. We're not dead. We're going to drive on. That was an awful game yesterday. You know, but what, what does any of us expect when the opposing team is allowed to score an average of 30 points a game? Including Tennessee, which scored 10, but 28 points, 34 points, 35 points, on and on and on. The defense is failing, and the only thing that saved them is the fact that the offense has put a lot of points on the board every game. Well, that didn't happen yesterday. That didn't happen yesterday at home in Oakland. We got our asses whooped, got outplayed, outcoached, out everything, and we got our asses whooped. Big time. So, I guess uh, we got to work on say Kenny Orton. Bye bye. Get somebody in there. Get some zip into that defense. Look at the talents there. I think the bodies are there. Will Mack has been uh, either guarded or just he's off. A little of both. He hasn't been a big factor, but he can't do it all by himself. We're passing over the middle all the time getting burned, 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 burned by the short passes. And you saw that yesterday. Anyhow, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, thanks for all you do. We're going to drive on. we got Jacksonville. Got to win that one. If that one goes down and they're allowed to score 30 points, we will lose the game. But uh, I don't see that happening. Four and two now. We're still good, man. Don't get too, uh, don't get too crazy. And uh looks like, uh, yes, looks like we're definitely going to Vegas here. I think uh, Mark Davis said we're going to be spending the next two seasons in Oakland still. That's good. That's a good thing. Let's just get this shit fucking straightened up and, and get back on track. All right, I'm out. I've said enough. I'm pissed. I'm for a Monday. Not happy about it. But, uh, y'all, keep, uh, keep going. Keep your chins up. Raider Nation for life. Raider Nation, Raider General out of Michigan. Hey, um, you know, I hate to always call just a bitch, but, you know, when we're feeling good, uh, you know, I don't feel as much impetus to call you guys and and, uh, and uh, spill out my guts because this is like therapy. But, um, you know, I have to be honest, I've been stoked. And, but I got, I, I think we all kind of feel this way that, kind of because of our fan base and who we are and what we've endured, kind of waiting for the trap door to open and then we're just left there hanging, you know, because it's been going too good. Things have been falling too good in our favor and that's what happened Sunday. Uh, the Chiefs, they're just not that good, but they looked like frigging gods compared 
compared to us. I mean, this defense of ours, it's one of the worst Raider defenses I've ever seen. And that says a whole fucking lot compared to what we've endured over the last 10, 12 years. Because we've had some doozies for defenses. I mean, my Lord, they have sucked. But this defense takes the cake. I mean, our linebackers, they suck. I thought we were stacked. They suck. Bruce Irvin sucks. The Ben Heaney experiment is over. Please. Seriously. He's got a good motor, special teams. He over-pursues. He doesn't commit to the play, and he cannot cover a tight end. Why can our linebackers not cover tight ends? Why can we not find an Anthony Barr, a decent linebacker, that can cover a tight end? We only had, last year, the only linebacker that could cover a tight end was Neron Ball. We finally found a solution to the, the sieve of, of, of decay and the hole that would, the tight ends would take care of us every week, and they would just, they would just rape us. And we finally found this rookie that could – and where is he? I don't know what happened to him. Uh, I know he was hurt, but, okay, Corey James does okay. But, you know, I had to say Corey James is one of our best backers. He's a, he's a, he's a freaking rookie. Our line sucks. Where's Dan Williams? What happened to him? Seriously, Stacey McGee's coming on like a baller. And how – you know, they talk about Mario Edwards, but fucking A, he's only one guy. They act like when he comes back, the whole world's going to change. He's one freaking guy. Okay, and if Mac, Mac's success only hinges on the uh, health of uh, of Mario Edwards, what, what does that mean about Mac, really? And I'm going to downplay Mac. Mac's a great player, but step up. Okay, so the other line, uh, name another lineman that's doing shit because I can't think of one. Our ends, uh, Mac is good, he's great, but he sucks lately. Okay. Um, I know he's taking a lot of double teams and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, but you find a way. Good players find a way. You don't think Von Miller isn't double teamed? Seriously. And, you know, we got Autry. He's up and down, and Calhoun looks like he could be good someday. He's not ready for prime time. Irvin sucks. Waste of fucking money. Okay. Do we really even want to talk about the secondary? Because they're putrid. I mean it. Bell Joseph, rookie, I think he shows a lot of promise. I'm not going to even – he's a rookie, okay, and he's got a lot on his plate. we got two rookies running our defense, for God's sakes, James and, he, and, 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 and Joseph. So I'm not going to – but Sean Smith, bossed, sucks. Holy shit, does he suck. Amerson's been having a hard time lately. Hayden slot, you know, it's Hayden. And Reggie Nelson. My Lord, could you give up some more big plays? He acts like he hasn't even played the position before. How can you let that many people get behind you as a safety? I, I, the defense is horrible. The offense, um, Carr played like he had deer in the headlights. Uh, you talked about the other day, last week, uh, and I disagreed with you, um, that uh, Carr doesn't play as well at home. You were dead nuts on, Greg. He played like he had not, like a complete rookie. Overthrowing things, throwing off his, his wrong foot, not getting set. He doesn't make plays like that. I don't. We can correct that. Let's just say the offense can be corrected. And I never, you know, I'm not a Murray fan, but my God, are we missing him? I mean, I think he hits, falls on after three yards. But I guess we need that because these other guys are great. They're rookies, though. 
We can't depend on Richard and Washington. They're dynamic, but they're not the load bearers. We've got to have our bellwether back. We got to have our. You got to have them back. Okay. All right, that's it. I've puked out everything. I feel better. We have Tampa Bay and Jacksonville. Two fucking gimmies, if I've ever seen any, to get back on track. But then we're going to start playing real ball again in three weeks. So let's get our confidence up, beat on these little pussies for two weeks, and let's hope that Norton gets his head out of his ass. And Musgrave, if you fucking do this run, run, throw, run, run, throw, run, run, throw shit anymore, I swear to God, I'm going to fly out to fucking Oakland and find him. I swear. Oh, my Lord. Anyways, it's gone too, way too long, way too long, but I haven't called in in a long time, so I'm figuring that's my, you know, that's it for me. So, anyways, hey, Raider Nation, uh, good season so far. Yesterday, sucked balls. All right, later. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Dan from KC. What the fuck was that? You know what? Everybody want to talk about car? Oh, I'm going to talk about car. And I'm going to talk about must-ass play caller. You know, car, I'm starting to believe the things I hear about him when he play at home. He's jacked up. He's hyped. He's overthrowing people. The first pick, well, fucking the receiver fell down. After that, you think somebody fondled him or something because he showed the fuck didn't want to throw the ball downfield. He threw it with no confidence. But Muskrat and his fucking play calling, man, the the, the, the the Chiefs defense knew what the fuck the play was. Then what pissed me off more than anything was you're going to wait nine minutes and 40 seconds in the fourth quarter you down three scores, and you want to go no huddle? But when you're on the road, you fucking go no huddle all the time? Everybody was fucking lackadaisical at the line. You know, y'all can talk about the defense. You know, uh, yeah, I heard he said, well, you know, we can't keep giving up 20-plus points a game. Be honest with you, you really didn't even play that bad. It was the fucking offense and the conservative-ass play caller and the lack of urgency out there in the field. If it was just Derek Carr, I put the blame on him. Uh, you, you put the blame on must, Mustache and his play calling. Uh, Jack Del Rio going for it on fourth and five. I got a question. Hey, everybody make mistakes. But if you want to go for it on fourth and not go for it on fourth and five and not kick a field goal, then how in the fuck do you go there in a two-minute warning and kick a 45-yard field goal if you didn't have confidence in him kicking the, the first time. What are you doing? Like, you know, hey, whatever. But my issues with must-rat, must-ass, and Derek Carr needs to grow the fuck up when he played the Chiefs. When he come back here and play, I will be at that game. Quit playing like a bitch, man. The Chiefs ain't shit. They need to play like they ain't shit. Rated Gray, Rated Randy, Rated Dan, I'm out. Go Raiders. What's up, Raider Greg? Randy? This is the junkie calling on a Monday night. Been trying to chill. Fucking pissed off on fucking yesterday game. I was hoping we could make a statement with this game and put some distance between all the other fuckers in our division. But you know what? At the beginning of the season, I had this one picked out. I go, I knew we were playing two divisional rivals back-to-back. 
I was right with with San Diego, and I had this one 50-50. I was hoping. I said, hey, if we could just pull this one off, this would be great. But like I said, during the season, I picked this one. It's a 50-50. So I was kind of right on this one. So I'm taking it with a little grain of salt. But I'm still fucking pissed because we had opportunities, you know. The offense just looked like shit, you know. Turnovers, cards. Talk about an off day. He was on vacation. I think he was with you, Raider Greg. He was fucking thinking Hawaii out there with every, you know, the blue sky, sun, sun, sunny sky, you know, the Hawaiian girls or something. Because let me tell you, he was off yesterday. Bad. Bad. And he got to stop throwing off his fucking back foot. That ball he threw that got intercepted to Crabtree was underthrown. Crabtree even tried to come back and slip. That boss never should have been thrown. It should have been thrown out of bounds. But, hey, it is what it is. He's still learning. You know, everybody trying to praise him as one of the elite quarterbacks. He ain't an elite quarterback, guys. I'm sorry, Race Nation. I wish he was. But he's not. He's still a work in progress. He's still young. He's making mistakes that he wants. Probably when he let that ball go, he knew it. You know, it's just something we got to get over it. It's going to happen. You know, he's growing. It's okay. We had to, you know, just shake it off. And, uh, you know, he, he was a little slump today. Yesterday was just not his day. You know, he had a bad day in the office. Uh, that's all it was, you know. And so I hope Money Man is not all pissed off trying to call, saying the car's a lemon and all that bullshit. You know what? He's a franchise quarterback, whether you like it or not. Either jump on, jump on or get the fuck off, man. I'm tired of your shit on Twitter. Come on, bro. Jesus. Sorry about that, Greg. But, uh, you know, he gets, he gets me riled. He always talking this shit on car, you know, prior shit. But anyway, and why did we stop throwing the ball to Cooper in the second half? He was having such a great first half. And Cap Crabtree only caught a couple passes, what, maybe three times or so? Well, come on, man, you know, and the D, man, poor D. I know they were out there a lot, you know, they were putting some spots on, you know, like especially that mishap, you know, down there by the in the red zone. So, anyway, the whole game was just like, to me, it's something I kind of knew going into this game. But, hey, we got with him one more time. I'm hoping we could split with him, sweep, sweep Diego, maybe split with the Bronco Hells. We got them right before the break. I looked at this schedule. I said, we go 63-72. 72 would have been great. 63, to me, is realistic. I think we could sweep Florida, go down there, sweep them, come back, and we got the Bronco Hells. We can take care of business in our own house. We'll be looking good for the second half. You know, Greg? So, hey, you know what? And one thing, too, we got also be in all phases of our team because special teams did not help us out too much. Janikowski missing those run backs. But, hey, all said and done, hey, we'll, happen. we'll see what happens next week. We're going to Florida. Let's try to do a sweep up there. If we do that, I think we have a good chance at home. I know the, the boys want to come back and make up for what happened last week. And when they come in, baby, I know our house is going to be rocking and we're going to kick some fucking ass. Oh, I'm sorry. I think we're in Denver. Oh, no, no, no. We're at home. We're at home. Yeah, we're at home. So anyway, if anybody's going out there, we're going to have to raise their roof back. We got to get it, man. We got to get Denver. And I'm sure I'm real confident that we're going to sweep Florida. And I know we can do it. So Raider Nation. Until next week, let's start with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I know they might be a little bit testy, but I think we can take care of them. We're a good damn fucking road team. Let's take care of this. All right, Raider Nation, I'm out.
Hello, Raider Nation. This is Houston Raider Steve. Boy, I just got back from Oakland. That game was a one stinker, man. That Chiefs game. First half was competitive. We got our first touchdown. I'm thinking, man, we're going to got a really good chance to beat the Chiefs. And all of a sudden, you know, Charles just came back from injury. Lamar Charles, the Chiefs, and where, and they just pounded the ball, man. They pounded the rock, man. Raiders have had trouble for years stopping really great running attacks. You know, they're, they're not Christian McCoy, but, man, they were – the Chiefs just kicked our ass, basically. Hey, you know what? Raider Nation's diehard, as you well know, man. The rain started about 8.30 in the morning, 9 o'clock. Went all the way through. We had a break for about an hour. So, basically, it went from about 8.30, 9 o'clock in the morning to about 4. It was steady rain, man. Monsoon. Wettest game I've been to. I know Raider fans out in the Bay Area have been to some wet games, man. Hawks was all over the place. But, man, I was soaked, man. I was, my jeans even, man, were, were soaked on the inside, shoes, you name it, shirt, and I poncho on. I got it at the BART station for five bucks. Man, I tell you what, Derek Carr was off. Everybody's saying, man, we're waiting for Edwards and Elton Smith to come back. But, man, I don't know what happened. It's like their timing was off. He even said it. He owned up to it. He says, we just didn't play our game. Derek Carr did, man. But, man, it, what it's, what's great, man, is you have these, a lot of people could save up their money, as you guys know, from the East Coast, you know, with the cost and everything. Cost so much money for airplane, hotels, everything, you name it. They come out for one game a year, man, just so they can be at the Coliseum, as Greg calls it, the penitentiary. Man, I met people from Ohio. I met people from El Paso, Jersey Shore Booster Club, Villapiano's group, Jack Tatum's group. Man, they were people represented all over the world. Somebody from Australia, a couple. That's what it is, man. And you know what? Raider Nation stayed for the whole game, the whole freaking game in the monsoon. Everybody was soaked. And, you know, you didn't want to leave. You wanted to be there for the Raiders. That's what we do, man. We're hardcore. We don't do anything halfway, you know. You get wet, we don't worry about it, man. Your seat's wet, you don't worry about it, man. You just get through it, man. That's the way Raider fans are. That's why we're the greatest fans. Like the announcer says, there's 31 teams in the NFL, then there's the Oakland Raiders. As you know, uh, Governor Sandoval just signed a uh, uh, thing, the funding for the extra police officers and uh, for the uh, stadium, funding for the stadium. So it's going to be at least two years before the Raiders move out of Oakland. I think it's going to happen, but you never know. Maybe people still have hard feelings against Al. You know, I know Mark's not his dad, but still, you know, there might be some people that want to stick it to Al's family one last time, but not giving him the majority to, I think it's two-thirds or three-fourths, to move the team to Las Vegas. So I know it's, it's not a done deal yet, but it doesn't look good. Who knows? I'm going to be a fan no matter where they play. They could play on Mars. I'd still be a fan of the Raiders. I don't think I could buy anything in Las Vegas Raiders, but that's just me. Love you guys. You guys are my family. Go Raiders! We're going to be back next week, baby! What up, Raider Nation? Raider Randy, Raider Greg. This is Raider Sid, the Desert Raider. All I've got to say is, come on, defense. Show the fuck up. Jesus Christ, man. It's been six games. You guys haven't done shit. We can't go through the entire season trying to score 35 points a fucking game. All right? Fuck.
Get your shit together, man. Gotta have some balance here. Stop somebody for once, for God's sakes. You guys are looking like shit out there. We're the fucking worst. We're the worst fucking defense in the NFL. What the fuck? Come on, man. Raid her up. Shut somebody down. Fuck. Get a sack every now and then. Pick off a ball. Fucking smack somebody. Dominate the fucking line of scrimmage. Let's go. All right, Raider Nation, I'm out of here. This is Raider Said the Desert Raider. Out. Raider Nation, Raider Greg. Raider B. Bell out of Brayton, Florida, Sarasota, Florida. Before I start, got to give you a, a, a big shout-out for hooking me up with some info to go to that uh, tailgate <clears throat> up in Tampa Bay, Florida. But, uh, man, oh, man, four and two. Like I said, last call, you got to take it one game at a time. And to be honest with you, it's like eh, we, I kind of feel like, 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 like we need it punched in the face like that just so we can focus on this Florida trip, man. Because I tell you what, man, we lose to the Buccaneers or, or, the, or, the, or the Jaguars. Oh, Jesus. What's, uh, we're going to have to ask what's really going on. And uh, especially with the uh, play calling, offense, and defense. But to be honest with you, I think it's execution, man, because I see Dan Williams, who weighs 300, 350 pounds, and Jelly that weighs 350 pounds, getting pushed around. Man, y'all too big to be uh, to be being pushed around like that, man. Come on, man. You know, and so with all this arm tackling from these linebackers, man. Oh, it's across the board. But like I said, kind of glad we took that on the chin just so we can get our shit together and focus on this Florida trip. And uh, it's good to hear from Money Man and Spoken Raider. Come on, we need to hear you. All right. With that being said, I'm out. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is Jersey Boy Raider. It is Wednesday. I am still hurting. Life goes on, but man, I'll tell you, it is not fun right now to be a Raider fan. Coming off of a four-on-one start, um, this is a game that you had to have. We had to have this game at home. And I think I told you on my first call a few weeks ago that my first game out to Oakland was against the Chefs or we lost, um, but this was much worse. We did not even show up in this game. And uh, first, I just want to say I like the fact that Coach Del Rio took accountability for the loss, saying that we were outcoached, which he was, and outplayed, which we were. No excuses. Rain, whatever. The Chiefs looked just fine. Throwing the ball all day. Alex Smith, are you kidding me? I mean, he looked like Stabler back there with all the time in the world and just picked us apart with Andy Reid, like a mad scientist on the sidelines with a chart, just just really just, it looked like he was having fun. And they were. I mean, they totally just had their way with us. In every aspect of the game, we were dominated. And for Coach Del Rio and the players to say that, you know, and they have to say this, it was just a game, it was one game, it was just one loss, we got to move on. I get that. Okay, if we go on, we, we win the next two games, winnable games in Florida and 6-2 and two, and set ourselves up and, and beat Denver at home, 
and we're seven and two. Are you kidding me? We're all ecstatic again. It'll be great. But right now, it's not great because that's a game that you had to have. It's not just another loss. It's not just another game. That's the Chiefs, who've now won six out of seven against the Raiders. And when you want to take that step, I've been a Raider fan since the 70s. I know. We all know what good, great Raider teams look like, okay? And we've, looked, we've had some glimpses of that this year. But that was not it. And when you want to be considered a playoff team, right, being ranked in the top ten or even five in the power ranking, we all look for it each week, this is not going to get you there. And, and I'm the biggest car fan. The car had a horrible game. It was a bad game. Cooper, awesome. Great to see him out there. Probably the only bright spot, of course, Marquette King. But um, the running games, okay. You definitely need Latavius Murray back in there. I never realized maybe how much this guy, you know, how much we need him. Um, O-line, um, it's just not a good game. Everything, the defense. I'm getting so tired of hearing about the defense. Is it the coordinator? Is it Norton? Is it the guys aren't executing? Everybody has a theory. All I know is something has to change. You can't tell me that this team, this, this defense that we brought in, it, which is much better on paper, the personnel, is this bad. It's worse than last year. We are the worst in the NFL. That has to change. Whether it comes with a change with Norton out or some players getting benched, I don't know right now, but it can't get any worse. Something has to change. Got to step it up, guys. Anyway. I don't know what else to say. It was a horrible game, and uh, we take the good with the bad, right? So um, we can win these next two games and then set ourselves up for a big game against Denver. And until then, I am out. Thanks, Raider Greg. Raider Nation, chin up. See you. My man Scott Bear, always ready to talk a little Raider football, and we are going to stop talking about stadiums in Las Vegas to talk a little Raider football here in this segment because, you know, I'm over Vegas for the time being. Scott, it is good to have you here, man. Thanks very much. Jack Del Rio is making his first return to Jacksonville since he was let go. Uh, more emotional day for him than others. He seems to play pretty close to the vest no matter what the situation is. Yeah, he's saying that he's going to strip all of the emotion out of it. I think that's easier said than done, and I'm sure he definitely wants to go in there and kick some Jaguar butt. I, I don't think there's any doubt – about that, he wants to make a statement and say, hey, I'm a good head coach with a good team, and don't forget, Jaguars, you have sucked since you fired me. And, um, you know, I'm sure with all those things, and the fact he never had a quarterback and now he has one, uh, he's definitely probably going to maybe not have any ill will. I'm not saying that, but uh, I definitely think that he wants to go in there and have a good showing, and, as you know, his son goes to Florida, which is really close. He has a lot of friends out there, and I definitely think uh, – he wants his team operating at maximum warp uh, when they get to Jacksonville. Yeah, it's a good thing he's got a quarterback because if he didn't, he's one in five right now. I mean, seriously, <laughs> the uh, the offense has been able to cover up for a lot of the blind spots this defense has, and the defense either needs to start playing better immediately or you really are one of the worst defenses in football. As you see it, do they have the right talent and the right coaches to turn around a wrong defensive unit. I think you bring up a, a very good point is that this Raiders offense is basically like the best makeup counter girl that you've ever seen, right? Like right. completely covering up a lot of major issues on defense that really, if you're winning and you're four and two, you're willing to sweep that stuff under the rug. But I think especially against Kansas city where they kind of got undressed, right? And, um, you know, this Andy Reid bye week thing, I think what it goes to show is that the rest of the league can now hold up that Chiefs tape and say, hey, look, blueprint, 
Now what do we do? And I think this defense is all about how, how it responds. And Ken Norton talked earlier uh, this afternoon, and he said he kind of – I thought he kind of painted himself into a corner somewhat because he said we're, that we have a good scheme and a good system, and we have the right people here. So what else might be the problem? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, but but he's sticking to his guns. He has confidence in his guys and confidence in his scheme. And maybe that's what this team needs right now. Um, you know, because he needs to get this thing turned around. He's saying that they are making fixes, but those fixes aren't showing up consistently enough. He talked about this uh, communication issue that's been brought up by the coaches, and he's like, logistically, that's been fixed. But then it comes up at the worst times when you're giving up these big plays, and that just that just can't continue. Because for as much as uh, Jacksonville's uh, offense hasn't really taken off, like I think everyone kind of thought that it would this year, they've got some burners on the outside, and they have a guy who is Big Ben-esque who will stand in there, take a hit, and chuck it. Um, and uh, they really need to be conscious of that to really keep them corralled and try to get this defense moving in a different direction. There is talent here. There are flaws at some key positions. And in terms of having the right people, I don't know. I think that they need more of them before this defensive overhaul is complete. Scott Baer, CSN Bay Area Raider Insider here on 95.7 The Game. What's the latest on the injury front? Tell me about Latavius. Uh, I think it's good news on a lot of different fronts and one with Murray. Now, we can't say absolutely for certain that he's going to play because at any point during these practices when he's trying to push himself and test his toe and things like that, something can go awry. But it is good news that he practiced Wednesday. He, he was limited, and then offensive coordinator Bill Musgrave said that, you know, that he, that he did get some good work in, and he was able to rebound and practice again Thursday. Friday is a light day, and now it's rest. I think the odds of him playing are pretty good at this point, uh, not quite 100%. Uh, in terms of another good news for the offense is Menelik Watson, uh, has practiced for the second straight day. I've seen him working with the first team some at right tackle. And Mike Tice loves that guy because uh, he, he calls him a word that I can't use on radio, but we'll just say that it's nasty and he's mean. And uh, they, like that type of ad- they like that type of attitude up front. And if Watson can stay healthy and kind of get together with uh, right guard Gabe Jackson, it should help their run game. So Murray and Watson back. If, if, if both those guys can show up in Jacksonville – I think their running game gets a huge lift. What do you think's frustrating Khalil Mack more? His own sack total or the sack total of the teammates around him who aren't taking advantage of the double teams and the chip blocks and the holding that he's seeing almost on every snap? You know, I, I went back and I and I, I looked at every tackle he's made over the last three weeks. And there are times where he's getting double teamed and he does crazy things where he's stopping runs or Maybe they're not all tackles for loss, but I think in large part, Khalil is doing a pretty good job this season. Maybe just not to the spectacular J.J. Watt expectation that everybody thinks. I definitely do believe that if he's getting all this attention, and it's not on every play, that that there should be more coming from other places. Now, Bruce Irvin uh, has a couple strip sacks. He's made somewhat of an impact. He's also dropping back a bit, um, maybe a bit more than some people uh, expected. And I, I think I've told you this before, and we've talked about it. If, if there's any one person outside of Ken Norton Jr. or Jack Del Rio that really misses Mario Edwards, it's Khalil Mack. Because on those obvious passing downs, you probably have Edwards 
right next to him on the line, getting good push, and more importantly, having to be respected enough that, that it might give Khalil Mack some better options. So um, I definitely think that once they get him back, that will help. I do think that, uh, you know, Khalil Mack is all about that action, boss. And he, he, he doesn't want to talk about why the defense is, is, like, isn't good. He wants to see it on game tape. He doesn't want excuses. He wants to see better. Uh, the one thing that I know, this is a long answer, I'm sorry. The one thing that I know is that he's going to come to practice every day and he needs to see the same intensity from everybody else around him. I don't mind it's, it's a long answer if it's a good answer, and that was a good answer, right. Scott. Um, real quickly, though, what about Mario Edwards Jr.? What's his timetable look like? You know, he, he was eligible to practice on Tuesday, and uh, he didn't do it. And Jack Del Rio said that uh, he's looking forward to Mario Edwards getting back and doing side work, running on the side because he hasn't done that, which to me says that there are still a couple steps left. Now, he's eligible to play in Week 9 against Denver, whether that's a realistic proposition at this point, I think we're going to know a, a bit more over the course of the next seven days. If he's not back to practice then, it might be difficult. They might have to wait till after the bye into week 10. And every week that you don't have this guy um, is obviously a detriment to your defensive front. It's a very unique road trip for the Raiders. They're doing a Florida two-step and will stay in the state of Florida in between this game and their next game. Tell me a little bit about the logistics that the Raiders have to work with around that, and uh, are you staying in Florida? <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm pretty you know, pumped in the biggest sarcastic tone that I can find to spend 10 days in Central Florida. But, yeah, so are they, and uh, that may do them some good, especially on defense, because they can kind of huddle up and go through like a little mid, you know, a little mid-season mini camp and be isolated and really just focus on football because as we've seen over the first three road games they're pretty good when they're isolated. Jack Del Rio really has them focused eating, sleeping, breathing, concentrating on winning football games when they're on the road and I think that this could be a good step for them uh, over the next couple of, you know, days and games and if they come out of this 2-0, and you're 6-2, and and you're like, what's wrong with anything, you know? Um, if they split, they're okay. If they go 0-2, I, I think, you know, fan base will be up, upset about that. But I do think this is an opportunity for them to get better in a climate that has been productive for them in the past. Yeah, it's funny. We all know Bill Parcells' famous quote, you are what your record says you are. But I think that there is a lot of incomplete to that sentiment by Bill Parcells. Yeah. Because if you are indeed – Six and two with the worst defense in football? Like, sure, we'll put six and two in the frame, but you're framed in blinking pink neon worst defense in football. Like, that is the emptiest six and two you can find if indeed they are that. Yeah, and, and I think that that's what will kind of stay with them. This is a good team, but um, unless they get it fixed. And the coaches are saying maybe all the right things and they believe that they're seeing correctable mistakes and things that they can get better at. And I tell you what, looking at that Kansas city game, uh, they were just doing all these wacky formations and you see guys jumping across the line. And that's how Khalil Mack ends up covering somebody 40 yards downfield. And that's not what you want. This, this, this defense, there's, there's a lot of new pieces, especially up the middle with where guys have to make checks and calls and things like that, where, um, they just need to play better together. Ken Norton did have a very good point that it takes 11 guys to have one 
successful defensive play. And too often, there's one guy at a position who bites on a fake, who looks the wrong way on a counter, and it springs somebody. And uh, they really need to cut those things out. Or this season, you'll look back at it and you'll say, man, that offense was awesome, but. And I don't think they want to, uh, to do that. I think there's too much talent here for them to do that and do that and look back at this season with even the smallest amount of regret. Scott Bear, CSN Bay Area Raider Insider, man. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I enjoyed this Raider non-Vegas conversation oh, immensely. God, me too, Immensely. Man. I thought I was in for it. No, I thank think, you. Thank I you. That. A breath of fresh air. I haven't talked football in Oakland Raiders in like 48 hours. This was great. This <laughs> felt really, really good. Thank you very it much. Did. Enjoy the meth labs in Central Florida. <laughs> I'll talk to you next week, buddy. Thank you. Thank you very much. He's Scott Bear. This is Raider Greg, and I am out.